contention no more struggle no more challenges no more battle because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle and God said after today you shall rest from your battle the battle of your marriage the battle of your business the battle of your finances the battle of your sickness the battle of your shame the battle of your disgrace the battle of your setback the battle of the pains you don't want to forget God said you will rest from your battle And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, Head Pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. Open your Bibles with me to the book of Genesis chapter number 2. I'm reading from verse number 7. When you have time, you can read the whole of Genesis chapter 1 for your own study about how God created all things and fitted all things in place so that they can all function in the way they are supposed to be. There is nothing you find on earth which is not placed where it's supposed to be. That is why the forest has been demarcated to be where it is. And that is why you can have the lions and other things. If you see a lion here right now, it's a trespass. Definitely, then you know that something serious is going to happen. If you see any a buffalo, a hyena, or whatever, you see it in town, then you know that there is a challenge. The same way you cannot find a fish coming out of the sea to come and live on the land. So when he moves out, you realize that he's going to die. So even when you study a little biology, you know that there are classifications. As far as even animals and human beings are concerned, we have mammals and we have non-mammals. We have vertebrates and non-vertebrates. In other words, we have things that have bones, backbones or spine, and we have others that do not have them. We also have those that are aquatic and those that are non-aquatic. In other words, those that can be in water and survive in water and those that cannot survive in water. We have those that can survive both in water and survive also on the land. And we have those that cannot, that the only way is to survive on the land. If you come to birds, there are classification of birds. Amen. So you can see birds in different classification. You may look at this and say, this is the bola bird, this is the a pigeon, this is whatever it is, but in classification, they all have their classifications. So they all flock within certain classifications. So they don't just appear as you see them, but they have been placed in where they belong. It's important for us to know that the same thing when you come to human beings, God has made us who we are and has placed us in every area possible. In the book of Acts, he said that God is the creator of all families and he has placed everyone in every nation and country according to what he has determined them to be and he's giving them their boundaries so when you're a Ghanaian you are a British you are whatever it is God who created all of us and he decided that one should be here the other should be there and this should be here he did that for his wisdom for his purpose for progressiveness so that the world will not become monotonous but there will be diversity and there will be effectiveness in dealing with things and issues so that our lives will be productive. You can imagine if he created all of us blacks and we are all situated in one place. How can we see advancement in technology? Amen. So he needed to have some people in other places so that they can also come out with technology and advancement. And even in advancement, you know that each country has its own strength for which it can do and it can produce. So everybody goes to learn something from each part and complements it and becomes better. 
So that is how God does it. God will never in any way make everybody or anything that he created to be the same. He gives uniqueness and diversity to it. That is why if you don't love yourself and you don't appreciate how God has made you, it becomes an error and it becomes a deviation. Abuse is simple a deviation from the norm. And whenever you deviate from the norm, you become abnormal. That is what it means. So anything we say is abnormal is a deviation from the norm. And then, then the word norm is normal. So God created things to be normal. Anytime you are doing things out of the normal, we say you are abnormal. So it's a deviation. You can take a medication, which is prescription, given to you by the doctor. The medication you are taking, you have been given the dosage to take. Whether morning, afternoon, evening. If you want to take it more than that, you have what you call an abuse. You have abused the drug. So when we say drug abuse, it's not somebody smoking marijuana or cocaine or doping himself with coke and all. No, no, no. Abuse of drugs simply means that it can be even the paracetamol you are taking. If it's supposed to be two and you feel your headache is too much and you take four, it's abuse. It's drug abuse. Amen. So you are just like the person who is also smoking weed or is drinking alcohol or whatever it is. So anything you do in excess is called abuse. Whether the person smoking, the person drinking, the person taking medication or whatever it is, if you do it in excess, it's abuse. The same thing even applies to food. How many of you know that even scripture speaks that anything you do in excess is a sin? Even food, when you eat food, more than what you are supposed to take as a being, there is a measure that you should take in as a human being, which is food, even food or water. There is a measure you should take. When you eat and you can't breathe and you now need to put your hand in your throat for you to release some to be free, it's a sin according to, according to the God's placement and function of things. So everything God gives to us, there are moderation. Say moderation. Say moderation. So he asks that we should do things in moderation and in proportion to our strength and to who we are. So there is nothing that is there for free. We do things according to God's will and God's assignment for them. In Genesis chapter 2, I just want to read a scripture that reflects man's placement and where God wanted man to be because I'm speaking on the message of title, Divine Placement. And if I'm not mistaken, he said, And the Lord God found man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground, the Lord God made every tree that grew that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from there it parted and became four river heads. The name of the first is Eon, and it is the one which skits the whole land of Avila, where there is gold, and the gold of that land is good. Bedlium and the own stone are there. The name of the second river is Gion. It is the one which goes around the whole land of Cush. The name of the third river is Edekel. It is the one which goes towards the east of Assyria, the fourth river is Euphrates. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it you shall surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that a man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air. And he brought them to Adam to see what he will call them. 
And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was his name. So Adam gave names to all cattle, to the best of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman. And he brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called a woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Amen. In divine placement, as I divined uh, last week, I say anything divine is anything that proceeds from God. And placement is fitting things in its rightful place to be able to maximize profit or become productive. So if you put something in where it's supposed to fit in, you will enjoy the productivity or the blessing thereof of that thing. If you don't place it where it's supposed to be, you will not maximize the blessing that comes out of it. So everything can function well depending upon where you place it. Simple. I started by giving to you examples of creations or aquatic beings and all aquatic beings and all that. If you if you take the fish out of the sea and bring the fish onto the land, give the fish some few seconds, you realize that the fish will be gasping for breath and you would think the fish is going to die. But pick that same weak fish again and throw the fish into the sea. Within a short time, that fish will regain its strength and begin to swim. Why? Because the fish breathes from their gills. And as far as the water comes in, the water that comes into the gills is what he uses to breathe out. So he needs water to survive. That is why if you take fish out of water, you need an aquarium to put the fish into the aquarium. Because in the aquarium, there are components of water in terms of the iron and other things that make the fish to survive and to live. If you take them out of it, the fish cannot live. As a human being, you need an H2O, which is water, according to scientific terms, but you need iron also in the water. Amen. So, H2O simply is your hydrogen and your oxygen, which comes together into two square, which gives you H2O. We are not talking about chemistry. I'm not doing chemistry, but I'm just using it to explain some things to you. You need your CA, which is your iron. Are you understand what I'm saying? So your calcium is important, which is your CA. It's very, very important to be able to find yourself, to make all these things function and make it very effective for your life. When you take the fish out of that environment and it doesn't get this supply, the fish will die. When you decide to hold the oxygen of humanity, or if I ask you right now to close your nose for the next 20 minutes or one hour, there will be something serious here. Are you understanding me? Because you have seized the communication gap for you to live normal. So it's important that you understand what it means to place something, to fit something where it belongs. So it means that all of us seated here, God created us to function and to become important. But you and I can become important and can function when we find our place where God wants us to be. When you look at agriculture, we have different types of soils. You can have a humus, you can have, um, what do you call it? Sandy soil or any type of soil or clay soil. The same thing in planting. The farmer knows what type of soil he needs. There are some soil that is porous. In other words, air comes in more. There are some soil that does not have air. They are airtight. 
There are some seed which needs more air, like the corn and other things to be able to, to get it done. The sugar cane doesn't need that. It can do. That is why you can plant sugar cane in swampy areas, which is more of clay areas and all that, because it's there and it can do well. But if you put this corn there, you have a challenge. The corn cannot find. It doesn't mean that the seed is a wrong seed. The truth of the matter is that you have planted that seed in a wrong environment. Simple. So it's important that anywhere you find yourself, you have to know that you are not there by accident, but God placed you there for a reason. And if God placed you there for a reason, you have to be able to find why God placed me here for that reason. Because if you don't know why you are placed somewhere, you will not function, that is one, and you will never maximize the benefit of that place. Amen. Being our family is not a mistake. Born, being born a Ghanaian is not a mistake. Having the color that you have is not a mistake. Having the nose size you have or I have and our head size and our leg size and our height is not a mistake. It was all proportionately defined to fit our body and our makeup. It is important for us to get that understanding. Can I hear an amen? So God comes onto the scene after he has created all things with this in mind and say, man, I have formed you from the dust. Taking out of existing materials, I have formed you. But I am not leaving you here. I have to place you. Because that is the only way you can become relevant. So right from Genesis, which is the beginning of all things, God placed humanity and creation in their right perspective. I told you go and read Genesis chapter 1. When you read Genesis chapter 1, you realize that God separated the waters from the waters, created the the land, created the sea, created everything, take barriers for them so that the sea, that's where the sea can come to a point and goes back. Anytime the sea overflow is banked, it says that it has reclaimed the land. Are you getting me? It creates a lot of disaster. So everything has their own boundaries. And the same way he did with man. Now he took man and placed man and said, be here so that you can function. How then do you expect that we will be at this place and we'll not find where God wants us to be and we think we can succeed. This message continues after the break. From the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu, get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry products at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233-277-250420 or plus 233-249-393361. Email us, refismila at gmail.com. Visit our website, icgcislegon.com. Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. Welcome back. Hello. I have a problem with people who doesn't, who goes anywhere and belongs to anything and accepts anything and thinks that that is the only way they can be. You cannot. You, it is not every work you can do. It is not every place you can be. Are you understanding me? Don't, don't get jealous of what, you see, if we get some of these things clear, 
you will not fight someone or be jealous of what somebody is doing. You will appreciate the role of everybody for what they are capable of doing. If you find somebody singing, you applaud a person because you can't do it. If you find somebody walking, you say, look at your leg. The thing is that you, you can't walk like her. So just appreciate her. Because you see, in placement, we all have our uniqueness. And God made it for us to enjoy and to celebrate our uniqueness. So he created man and said, man, I have formed you out of the earth. I have breathed into you. I have given you life. Then he did create a garden. Say garden. And in that garden is called Eden. Eden is a spot. I told you last week. So he placed man in a specific spot. Because he wanted to use man there to create something that he, God, wanted to see as a reflection in the whole world. So he has to start with what the scientists can call an incubation process. Amen. Because in laboratory tests or whatever, you gather data and you go into the data, it is hypothesis. It is not, it is not anything. But in your hypothesis, you develop it into facts and theories. So you do it in the laboratory. So he puts, so a scientist will not tell you that he has discovered medication until he has finished with his hypothesis and all those things. And then eventually he has tested it on certain things and comes out and said, there has been a discovery. But before he tells you, he has done it long ago. God also wanted a certain kind of species and beings to be able to feel the earth and to reflect his nature. So when he created Adam, he put him in a spot so that he can nurture him until he, God, is complete to see that, ah, now man now is fully of what I expected. Then he picks man now and places him here so that man will now start influencing and affecting every life. The What the devil did with man in the garden is that the devil did not wait for the incubation process of God to be completed. He truncated it and aborted it. Are you understanding me? That is all the challenge and the theory of sin. So immediately he aborted it, it distorted. So let's assume God wanted to create the whole thing to look this way. Once he interfered with the process, he changed the whole concept. Do you not get it? So it is not reflecting the way God wants it again. So that is why Jesus has to come and die. And even up to today, we are still working on the defects. Say the defect. The defect is still being worked on. And it will take grace. Bible says that God has not shortened the time. Even the very elect will not be saved. So if you watch it now, you realize that the years are going very fast. I don't know whether you have noticed it. Because the defect is serious. God has to do a total recall. Say a total recall. <laughs> to be able to create a new F and a new heaven. So that he will bring us back again. Ladies and gentlemen, whether you like it, we'll be taken back temporarily for God to repair all the damage completely. And then he will bring us back again onto this earth and we'll, we'll stay and rule and enjoy without pain, without stress, without everything. That is, what, that is all what it is about being saved. So salvation simply is for you to be kept. Are you there with me? Just like Eden. So we are being saved into an Eden. So God is gathering us into a Noah's ark. Into, a, into an ark. Into an Eden. Awaiting the time of he evacuating us. Because in evacuation exercise, you don't just go picking people from their home. You gather them to a spot. And when you get them to the spot, it's called a safe zone. 
and in the safe zone, you now come with your flights, helicopters, or whatever, sheep and everything, and box them in and evacuate them. That is what it means by evacuation. Because you need safety. You need to have certain logistics in place. So God is going to evacuate us, and the evacuation of God is the rapture. Hello. So he's gathering us in a place. All those that believe in him, all those that want to be saved, all those that are saved and all those that want to go with him. So he's evacuating us and keeping us in a place. So at that point in time, he comes to pick all of us to a safe place where we are going to be with him in heaven and where we will eat supper. But that is not our place because we are not angels. So we can't live there. Hello? So when we are going, he will give us a temporal body, which is called a celestial body. First Corinthians chapter 15. You can read it. Philippians. You can read it. It's there. So he gives us that temporal body to be translated into angelic beings. And so we stay there for some time. After he has set all things in place, which is called a millennium and everything, then when everything is completed, he now brings us back again. That is where you are called the, you call the paradise. I just brought this in to just let you understand that there is hope for you. So Jesus said, I go prepare a place for you. That place is being prepared that you and I, when we are evacuated, at least we'll have a better camp to live in. <laughs> are you there with me? And, and, and that when that is finalized, we'll have our Lord now becoming the king of all kings and the Lord of all lords. And all the nations shall be under his feet and will rule and reign with him. And there will not be sorrow, there will not be pain, there will not be sickness, there will not be nothing. But right now, as we are here, we have to battle some sickness. You have to battle some cold and some cough. You have to battle some headaches. You have to battle some weakness. Are you understanding me? So if you don't battle it, you don't take your drug, you don't exercise, you don't pray and become violent. Charlie, you'll be a car that is going on a hill and voom, 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 voom. They'll be pushing you. <laughs> so tap somebody and tell the person, exercise. Tell the person, look strong for the Lord. Amen. So last week I told you that out of this scripture I read in Genesis 2, there are certain key factors you should be able to identify of the placement of man. Of the placement of man to function and be productive. So if for instance you are in Yahweh temple, you are not here by accident. So if for all these 10 years, whether you join us 3 months, 2 months, 1 month, whatever, don't behave as if you don't know why you are here. Because if you don't know why you are here, you will miss out. Because we are having fellowship. And fellowship means that we are all fellows. Fellows means that we can identify with each other. You are my friend, I'm your friend. A stranger cannot be in our midst. John chapter 10 says, Jesus said that, I, I, I call my sheep by their name and they hear my voice. A stranger's voice, they will not hear. So, in other words, when we sit here, I am addressing you. You should be able to hear my voice and know me. That is why sometimes some of you will have dreams and you see me in your dream. I am sleeping. Amen. I'm probably snoring or whatever. But why will God show me in your dream? It is not me in your dream. It is God's angelic visitation. But God's angelic visitation to you is that he has to use the voice, the shepherd he has placed you under because that is where he identifies you. That is where he knows you. 
And that is where he has made you accountable. So he has to take the spirit and the, the face or the nature of that person is placed over you to appear in your life to rescue you or to speak to you or to lay hands on you or to do something. It does not mean that I am physically doing it. I am not the angel, but I am representing that headship of Christ over your life because this is where you belong. So as a family, I oversee your life. So God cannot do anything without bypassing me to do it. That is why you will see me but it is not me. Because God respects spiritual protocol. Order. That is why when he was coming on earth, though he was God and created humanity, he still needed a womb permission to be brought on earth. So he went and negotiated for a womb of a Mary because he cannot force himself. The Holy Spirit does not force himself on us. God does not force himself on us. That is why I said that anyone who believes it is conditional, it's a choice. Are you getting me? If you don't believe, he can't force you. Salvation is not by force. So it is a choice. You chose to be here. You were not forced to be here. But he says that anytime you choose something, you should be responsible for what you have chosen and accept the consequences. So you cannot choose something and come in again and say you are not for it. You can't be blessed. Hello? So it's important to know where you go and why you are where you are. So when he was permitted, Mary said, let it be unto me according to your word. Instantly, he, she conceived and have a Jesus. very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Ligon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you.